Welcome back to the Bible Reading Podcast. I am your host, Brianna Shellnut, and I am joined by the amazing, the pink-haired, the mm-hmm. fabulous, Nessa Goss, best friend in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How you doing, Nessa? <laughs> I'm doing good. We just had Memorial Day weekend. Yes, we did. So it was nice. We were in Savannah. Ooh. So yeah. It's How good. was the weather down there? <laughs> it was weird. I don't know how it was in Douglasville, but... It being so kind of chilly, windy, and rainy in yeah. Savannah, I was like, I wonder what it's like in Douglasville. In Douglasville, it was kind of like we we had pretty much low seventies for most oh, of Memorial that Day. Nice. It was nice, but it was there was definitely wind outside. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, yep. I don't like this. Yeah. We're we're almost in June, and yeah. I still have not seen it's so weird famous Georgia heat it's yet. So weird, it really is. I mean, I'm not complaining because I am seven months pregnant. Yeah, in I'm this, not complaining either. But I love it. Every time May <laughs> right. comes around, I'm like, oh, yeah. the next four or five months are gonna be terrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I I'm trying to be grateful for it. I'm like, okay, it might it might kick our butts in September or yeah. late August. So we'll yeah. see. But how was Savannah, what were you doing down there? We were actually celebrating Arwen's first birthday. I a little bit early. I cannot believe it. Yes, <laughs> I cannot either. Today, actually, I woke up and was like, wait, is today the 1st of June? Um, No, it's not. I have one more day. Yeah. So (laughs) we're almost there. We're almost done. (sighs) I cannot believe Lil Munchkin is turning one. Yep. I I cannot believe we have a one year old and an 18 month old. That does not seem real at all. Nope. It doesn't. Time just flies by. Yes. And smacks you in the face. It really does. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not ready. Yes. But at the same time, I am. Right. (laughs) How was your weekend? Our weekend was fine. Um, We didn't do much. um, Like I was telling you, we, we really don't celebrate. A, or do a bunch for Memorial Day. Of course, we have Remembrance, but we don't really do anything special. Right. Yeah. So we just had a nice dinner. Um, we got Hazel a new little indoor swing that she loves. Yes. And we just took the time to relax and That's rest. Good. Yeah, I wish. Which we, we could have also done that too, but <laughs> it's important to see family. So. Yes. <laughs> and you got to celebrate, and now you have a bunch of cupcakes. Yeah. So. The, oh, man. <laughs> I need to bring those. In case anyone is wondering, small cakes is really good. That's so funny. Um, I also forgot your eggs, so we're even. Okay, there you go. <laughs> but I'm going to text Matt and tell him to bring them. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> um, me and Nessa share one brain cell. In case you guys have not yes. caught on to that by now, we share one brain cell. <laughs> yes. It's usually the same thing. Ordering the same thing with our husbands. Yep. It's just it's weird. It is. It's really, really weird. But hey, whatever. What you going to do? Anyway... Thank you guys for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we are so happy to have you guys here. Um, it's just me and Nessa today. Uh, we are going to be just reading the word, going through. Um, we're pivoting back to Solomon and um, a little bit of Solomon and David. Yes. Uh, we took a break last week. Yes, we did. Uh, we wanted to let the other two episodes just kind of sit for a minute, um, give everybody a chance to catch up. Mm-hmm. I find that people will text me and they're like, yes. Oh, I finally caught up on the last three episodes or something like that. So that tells me that podcast listeners kind of, they don't listen weekly. They they tend to listen in bulk. Like if they've got extra time, they just plug us in and, you know, whenever they can. Right. So I totally understand that. Totally get that. I, I don't like falling behind. So we took a break. Mm-hmm. It was great, um, but we're back, yes. and we are happy to be back. It's going to be good. It's going to. We are so excited for the next three weeks. Next, yep. next two, next three weeks. Um, June is going to be an amazing month for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're super excited. We're going to have new guests. We're going to have new 
crazy topics. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. And you guys get to sit in with us. Now, of course, we hope to inspire you to read your Bible every day. Zero excuse. But we know our podcast does not come out every day. It only comes out every Wednesday. But we still hope to inspire you to read your word. Yes. So today, without further ado, we are in 1 Kings verse 3. And we're going to read the entire chapter. Mm -hmm. And then once again, we're talking about Solomon and how Solomon asked for wisdom. Yes. So we're going to hit it hard. We're going to hit it fast. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Hope you guys are ready. Read along with us. And then also, of course, this is just a small snippet of the story. We definitely encourage you guys to go back, read the entire story, read the entire chapter. It's amazing. We promise you'll get something out of it. Yes. You ready, Nessa? I am. Let's do it. Let's do it. Solomon asked for wisdom. Now Solomon made an alliance with Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and married one of his daughters. He brought her to live in the city of David until he could finish building his palace and the temple of the Lord and the wall around the city. At that time, the people of Israel sacrificed their offerings at local places of worship, for a temple honoring the, the name of the Lord had not yet been built. Solomon loved the Lord and followed all the decrees of his father David, except that Solomon too offered sacrifices and burned incense at the local places of worship. The most important of these places of worship was at Gibeon, so the king went there and sacrificed 1,000 burnt offerings. That night, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream, and God said, What do you want? Ask, and I will give it to you. Solomon replied, You showed great and faithful love to your servant, my father David, because he was honest and true and faithful to you. And you have continued to show this great and faithful love to him today by giving him a son to sit on his throne. Now, O Lord my God, you have made me king instead of my father David, but I am like a little child who doesn't know his way around. And here I am in the midst of your own chosen people, a nation so great and numerous they cannot be counted. Give me an understanding heart so that I can govern your people well and know the difference between right and wrong. For who by himself is able to govern this great people of yours? The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for wisdom. So God replied, Because you have asked for wisdom in governing my people with justice and have not asked for a long life or wealth or the death of your enemies, I will give you what you ask for. I will give you a wise and understanding heart such as no one has had or ever will have. And I will also give you what you did not ask for, riches and fame. No other king in the world will be compared to you for the rest of your life. And if you follow me and obey my decrees and my commands as your father David did, I will give you a long life. Then Solomon woke up and realized it had been a dream. He returned to Jerusalem and stood before the Ark of the Lord's Covenant, where he sacrificed burnt offerings and peace offerings. Then he invited all his officials to a great banquet. Mm-hmm. That's wow. good. So good. So what stands out to you in that passage? Well, one of the things was, you know, how we were talking about the past two episodes that, you know, God was speaking dreams. And yeah. I feel like sometimes people don't. Like when you say a dream, like a non-believer, if you say mm-hmm. God spoke to me in a dream, I feel like sometimes a non-believer doesn't really get that or right. understand it or say, well, that wasn't really God or something because it was a, just a dream. Mm-hmm. But he really does speak in dreams. He does. I just think that's really cool that we can see a parallel from your parents' story mm-hmm. that that's in 2023, Yeah, you know, in the Old Testament and he's speaking in dreams and just how... Mm-hmm. God does speak, and usually I feel like it is dreams. 
Yeah, and I think that um, when we were talking about Saul, we mentioned that Saul was complaining that God had not reached back out to him through mm-hmm. dreams or through prophets. Yeah, and he outlined that those are the two ways that God primarily speaks or right. primarily did speak through people. Um, I think that God does speak a variety of ways, yeah. but definitely he definitely does utilize dreams and utilizes other people to speak through uh, to speak his word through him. Yeah. Um, I love uh, something that stood out to me was I love how humble Solomon was. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that he, God asked him what he wants and he opens with saying, I don't know what I'm doing. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to need your help, Lord, to do this because I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like a child. Um, no one can govern this great people of yours mm-hmm. without your help. Yes. And so I love that even before he gets to his question, even before he asks God of anything, he comes to God with this humility yes. of, okay, even though I don't know what I'm doing, I know that you can guide my steps and that you know what. I should be doing. So I'm going to completely humble myself and ask. And I like that. He also knows that he did not get there on his own. Like Solomon does not take any credit for becoming King. He directly says you have blessed my father, David, Mm -hmm. by allowing another one of his sons to sit on his, on his, on the throne. And I think that's incredible too. Like, man, such great humility from Solomon. And I think we all can take from that. Okay. Whenever we come to God and the Bible even says that in Philippians Mm -hmm. to ask, to ask with Thanksgiving and then, ask for right. what you want. Um, so I think that, that that's a great example that Solomon oh, yeah. gave us that we, we should definitely be humble whenever we ask God for something, yeah. give him thanks, give him praise and then ask. And, and it just shows that the, the bottom was, mm-hmm. it says in verse 10, the Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for wisdom. So he replied, because you've asked for this mm-hmm. and not all of these other things, wealth, the death of your enemy, fame, riches, I will give you what you're asking for. So he does get the wisdom he asks for. But then he also gets the other things, the riches, the fame, the whatever. And I just think that that's like how many people just go to God and say, I want to be famous Mm -hmm. even back then, Yeah, you know, especially now. But I want this. I want that. I want this. I want that. But, you know, it just tells me that people do ask God for all of those things. And there's probably very few who just say, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Give me an understanding heart. Yes, I just need you. Yeah. And I like that he says to know the difference between right and wrong. Yes. Um, I like that his knowledge wasn't in pursuit so that, like you were saying, so that he would be rich and famous. Mm-hmm. It was so that he would know the difference between right and wrong. Yes. Um, so many times I feel like Christians genuinely don't look to God for wisdom and instead they rely on other things that we've just become accustomed to relying on, like Google or other people or social media. And instead of looking to God for what's right and what's wrong, we look to culture or we look to, um, even to some extent our parents or what we've learned. But instead we really need to recognize that God is the source of wisdom. God is the source of knowing what's right and what's wrong. And so I really did. I definitely did like that. He, um, specified that like, Oh, know the difference between right and wrong. Um, the other thing that sticks out to me is Solomon was obedient. Mm-hmm. He could have run with the kingdom, yeah. right? He could have just acted like Saul, his, one of his pre- predecessors, and said, you know what? I know better than you. I got this. Um, 
I'm going to be the wisest king in the world. <laughs> Peace, you know. Right. But I like that Solomon was obedient where the first thing he did, and if you continue to read the story, which once again, we definitely encourage you guys to oh, do yeah. that. Um, if you continue to read the story, he immediately sets to work on the temple, yes. which was the next task that David had laid out for him and that God had laid out for David to tell Solomon to do and mm-hmm. that he was supposed to do. He was immediately obedient. And I think that like we were talking about with Saul and David, obedience is a big deal to God. God loves an obedient heart. He loves when he's given you a task or he's whispered something in your ear or there's something that you've been needing to fulfill and God goes ahead and says, okay, I've given it to you. Are you what are you going to do with it? Are you going to use your time wisely? Are you going to steward your children well? Are, are you going to be obedient in what I've asked of you to do in your marriage mm-hmm. or in your work? Um, I love that. I, I love, 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 love Solomon's obedience. Like yes. it speaks to his wisdom. It speaks to his character. It speaks to what God honors. And it speaks to how Solomon really tried hard to follow in David's footsteps. Um, our, our, we did mention that David constantly considered God. He would, yes. it, throughout all the story, he would constantly ask, Lord, what should I do? Should I move against the Philistines? Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I marry this woman even? Like, um, there are constant, exa- constant examples of God, of David inquiring of God what he should do and David being obedient mm-hmm. um, outside of Bathsheba and outside of that, right. David was obedient. Yeah. So. I like that Solomon chose to be obedient as his father right. before him. Yes. And you think that that's because he saw David doing those things and he, because he had that example. Oh, for sure. He kind of was like, okay, this is what my father did. Yeah. And he's a good godly man. And I saw how God has been faithful to him and yeah. blessed him and been truth and all that stuff. He in turn took that example mm-hmm. and has his own relationship with Christ or Christ because Jesus didn't come yet right with with God God. (laughs) yeah oh for sure and um I guess that I guess that brings us to the next thing that sticks out is that David actually was this ultimate example right Mm -hmm. and he was not only an example because David had other children right we're not gonna talk about Absalom (laughs) but like (laughs) David had other children and um but Solomon is the one who got the throne and who was granted the throne and in Corinthians um, and I think first Samuel, no Corinthians and first Samuel, it says that the Lord, um, that David asked the Lord to inter- and interceded for Solomon and said, I pray that he is wise and I pray that he has wisdom and I pray that he's able to, you know, rule the kingdom the way that it needs to be ruled. And what's interesting to me as a parent is that the influence you can have with your children, yes. the like the impact you can have just by praying over them, just by ask, like just by giving them the tools to know how to interact with God and what to ask. Um, yes. I think that that's something that kind of gets glossed over oh, is yeah. that Solomon was determined to follow David's footsteps and he was determined to be a good king like David right. because David had laid out that foundation. He laid out that, he laid that out for Solomon to follow. And so that when the time came for God to come to Solomon and to ask, Solomon already knew what to ask because it was already imprinted in him from Mm -hmm. a young age and he was able to continue the path and walk in it. Yeah. And that shows that God is a generational God. Yes. Because he speaks to the hearts of, you know, my grandpa and grandma who laid out foundation for my mom and for who she's gonna meet and then for Mm -hmm. us you know and it's just 
the promises of God in each generation and David prayed for Solomon. Yeah. I can pray for Arwen. You can pray for Hazel mm-hmm. and baby man who's coming. Yes. <laughs> so like, it's just amazing to see prayers that were spoken in the Bible over their own children mm-hmm. become true. And so that just gives me peace and hope that yeah. when I pray over Arwen, she will grow up believing. She'll grow up knowing. She'll grow up claiming for herself. And yeah. so if I speak over her, negative things Mm -hmm. she's gonna probably not have the best self-esteem or think the best of herself but if i proclaim the truth over her which is she's a daughter she's a princess she is loved she's an honorable woman you Mm -hmm. know all these things that are true and of god she'll grow up with those yes and i think even to say i would even go so far to say is that you don't have to wait yeah no. You don't have to wait for these things to be given to you. You can start praying over your future husband now. You can yes. start, or wife now. You can start praying over your future children now and their yes. futures and their relationships. And you should. Yeah, <laughs> and you should. Start laying the foundation early. Get in the habit early yes. of praying over your kids and praying over your spouse and, you know, um, just being active in that, being proactive in prayer um, for your kids because you never know what might be tasked of them in, you know, in their life that you might not be privy to or that you might not get to see, but that doesn't mean that they won't inherit something. Right. So I think that's interesting. Um, God is definitely generational. Like you were saying, um, I definitely love that word generational. Like he, he is definitely a God that wants to work through multiple, um, people multiplying yeah. his kingdom, not just by the womb, but by the word of the gospel. Yes. So I love that or, well, I don't love it, but I hate that the devil attacks children so hard mm-hmm. because he knows, okay, if I can just get the kids, if I can just yes. turn that around, yes. if I can just capture the hearts and the minds of children, I know I can change parents. I know I can change. Which he's already doing. Yeah. I know <laughs> I can change generations and I know that I can turn the tide. Yeah. And so it's prudent of us to understand, okay, what I'm imparting. Yes. In this generation, what I'm imparting on my children, what I'm imparting to younger people below me, you know, like that's important. Um, God cares about that because God wants generations upon generations of believers and of people who love and worship him and who are willing to be obedient to what he says. Yes. Um, The only other thing that kind of stuck out to me was Solomon knew what season he was in. Mm. Um, He knew. Okay. I'm about to be king. Mm -hmm. I have one task ahead of me. I just have to build this amazing, glorious temple. And I want to do everything with an understanding heart and with wisdom. And I want to guide the people of Israel, you know, and continue to guide them. I like that knowing that where he was, he knew exactly what to ask because he knew, okay, in the season I'm in, I need wisdom. I I don't need riches, fame or anything like that. Or, 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 you know, I desperately need wisdom. Yes. Like (laughs) I need the Lord God almighty to give me this. Like he knew exactly what to ask for because he knew what season he was in. And so I think that for me personally, I know in this season, I need sleep. I'm not getting it, but (laughs) 
I know that's one of the things I need. And so for me, um, something that does, you know, impair my sleep that has nothing to do with my adorable daughter, but something that impairs it is peace. Like I need, Mm -hmm. I I need peace about certain situations. I need peace about, you know, being a mom and being a good friend and being a wife and doing all the things like I need peace. So for me in the season I'm in, I'm constantly asking God for peace because I know where I'm at. I know, okay, Lord, this is what I need for me to fulfill me and so that I can keep going and keep running the good race. So Lord, give me peace. Mm -hmm. Um, I think knowing your season is so critical because if you don't know it, the devil sure does. Yes. Like Satan is certainly watching and knowing, okay, in this season, this is what I'll get her to trip up. Or this is the anxiety that I'll fulfill for her or something like that. Um, this is, this is what I'll use to attack her and push her off course as best as I can. So the more you know your season, the more you'll know what to ask. Mm -hmm. And so I love that Solomon knew where he was Yes, and was able to ask. Yes. I think that's just right on point because everyone's in a different season and you can't Mm -hmm. even like comparing, like I can't compare my life to someone else Mm -hmm. because they're in a different season and what they need is different than what I need. Even sharing your life with someone else and asking for advice, which is good. And you know, but you got to take it with a grain of salt because Mm -hmm. they're in a completely different season. Yeah. So of course, if God is speaking to them, that's one thing, but if they're just sharing whatever, then just good to be wise. Yep. But good to be wise. So the story ends here. The story ends with God telling Solomon that he's going to give him everything he asks. He's going to give him everything he asked for, but also everything he didn't ask for, Mm -hmm. which he, um, uh, God alludes to riches, fame, um, you know, to be known across all the land. And he says, no other king in all the world will be compared to you for the rest of your life. Um, and he promises him a long life if he follows him, if right. he follows God and obeys his decrees mm-hmm. as his father David did. And so I think that it's great that Solomon ends up getting everything his heart desires and more. Um, and that just shows to me that God's a good father. Yeah. God wants to enrich our lives. God wants to bless us. God wants to give us over and abundant. And I know that we kind of use this verse for offering and stuff like that, but he truly wants to give us blessings, yeah. pressed down, shaken together, running over, yes. you know, completely in every area. So what I would say today is just don't limit God. Right. Ask for what you want and expect more. Um, you know, with thankfulness, humility, yes. if you're being obedient and, yep. you know, it says, if yeah. you obey me and my commands and follow, yes, ask and then yes. expect more because God is willing to always give you more. So on that note, mm-hmm. let me close this out in prayer. Yes. And then we will see you guys next week. Mm-hmm. Father God, help us to be wise like Solomon. Yes. Help us to continue continuously seek you out seek out your face seek out your will and seek out wisdom from you lord because we know that that's where wisdom comes from yes father i pray that we just continue to obey and follow your word continue to read our bibles continue to know you better and continue to reach out to other people who don't know you as well yes i pray blessings and i pray peace and i pray that we all just have a good rest of our week in jesus name i pray amen amen amen